Good morning. Today is Sunday, April 25th, 2021. Yesterday, April 24th, was the 106th anniversary of the beginning of Turkey's massacre of Armenians. Between the years 1915 and 1917, near the end of World War I, Turkey was worried that the Armenian population was aligning with Russia, their enemy, and Turkey ordered mass deportations of Armenians in what most historians consider the first genocide of the 20th century. Nearly one and a half million Armenians were killed, some of them in massacres by police and soldiers, others in forced exoduses to the Syrian desert where they starved to death. Now, Turkey has acknowledged widespread atrocities occurred, but its leaders have adamantly insisted that the atrocities were on both sides and that the killings were not genocide. And they began what most historians and almost all objective observers define as the first genocide of the 20th century. Nearly one and a half million Armenians were killed, some in massacres by police and soldiers, others in forced exoduses to the Syrian desert where they died of starvation. Now, Turkey has acknowledged that there were widespread atrocities, but Turkey has adamantly insisted that there were atrocities on both sides and that the killings were not genocide. There were about 500,000 Armenians who survived and who have created diaspora communities all over the world. For them and their descendants, it is a scar that is carried down through generations, which still evokes very strong emotions and is aggravated by Turkey's insistence that the genocide is a fiction. The term genocide itself was coined in 1944 by a Polish Jewish lawyer, Raphael Lemkin, and he wrote that the killings of the Armenians and the Holocaust gave rise to his coming up with this phrase to describe both of them. Now, clearly, what you call what happened to Armenians is a symbolic issue, whether you call it a genocide or you use another word for it. That goal has been devotedly pursued by Armenians and many others and ferociously denied by Turkey, along with threats from Turkey against anyone who uses the term genocide in connection with massacre of Armenians. So far to date, the state of Israel has refused 
to take that step and that generates intense controversy within the Jewish world and beyond. Because if there is any one people, if there is any one state that ought to recognize a genocide, it should be the state of Israel that was built on the ashes of the next genocide, the Holocaust, the worst genocide of the 20th century. And how can it be that a Jewish state is not willing to recognize what so clearly happened to another group just years before our own tragedy? And there are those within the government and within Israeli society and outside who have for decades argued that it should be the policy of the state of Israel to recognize what happened as a genocide. The truth is, so many Holocaust survivors in Israel give it a particular moral necessity to recognize this reality. Interestingly, fascinating, Adolf Hitler himself recalled the massacres of the Armenians and the global failure to stop them or to punish the perpetrators as a reason that the Nazis themselves should not be afraid to take similar actions against Jews. So how could it be that we, the Jewish people, the state of Israel, is not willing to lend our moral voice against Turkey in this matter? Well, there's another side to the story, and that is that politics has required maintaining a positive relationship with Turkey. And the Jewish state depends on a very delicate and sensitive position of diplomacy and security. Keep in mind, Turkey was the first Muslim majority country to recognize Israel and to establish diplomatic relations with it in 1949. And in addition to that, there are many other ways in which Turkey has been a strong strategic geopolitical ally. Even in more recent years, when the relationship with Turkey has deteriorated, still the position of the state of Israel has been that the relationship with Turkey is too vital to national interests to take a step that would offend Turkey and affect that relationship. In fact, a number of years ago, the state of Israel made it clear that if Israel were to take the step of labeling what happened to the Armenians as a genocide, it would cause Turkey to shut its borders and not allow Jews to be able to escape from Iran and Syria 
thus putting Jewish lives in danger if they were to take that step. The only problem with that is that more recently declassified cables show that it's not true. It was not true at the time. In fact, at that time, there was no threat from Turkey to close its borders to Jewish refugees. But that was something that the Israeli government said in order to try to maintain its diplomatic connection. Now, to be fair, on the one hand, it's hard to single out Israel for its reticence. If we're honest, Canada did the very same thing up until 2004. There had been many attempts and motions to label what happened to the Armenians as a genocide in Turkey, and all of them failed, and they failed for the same reason, which is Turkey threatened economic sanctions and reprisals, and the relationship between Canada and Turkey was deemed to be too important to allow it to suffer because of this, in quotation marks, symbolic step of what word to use. Until, finally, in April 2004, finally, Parliament passed Bill M380 that defined what happened to the Armenians as a genocide. So, Canada also gave in to the pressures of Turkey for a long time until finally the political situation was such that they were willing to take that step and credit to them for doing so. Yesterday, the United States of America took this step for the first time in its history. When President Biden recognized the mass killings of Armenians as a genocide. And he said these words, each year on this day, that's yesterday, the 24th of April, which is the, the commemoration that Armenians have of the beginning of the genocide. We remember the lives of all those who died and we recommit ourselves to preventing such an atrocity from ever again occurring. We remember so that we remain ever vigilant against the corrosive influence of hate in all its forms. So that declaration by President Biden is the first declaration by an American president and went very much against his predecessor who tried very hard to maintain a positive relationship with Turkey. That declaration by President Biden was announced by him when he was a candidate. He said he was going to do it. The truth is, however, several candidates for president of the United States said that when they became president, if they became president, they would label what happened a genocide and then when they were in office, they did not do so because they saw the political realities differently. And also, 
let us be honest, in addition to, it is true, human rights being a very high priority for President Biden, yes, it's true, but it's also true that President Biden does not have a great relationship with the president of Turkey. America is quite irritated by policies that uh, Turkey has taken recently. And Turkey, in its present economic decline, has very little power to retaliate in any meaningful way. So, uh, general, in general, countries take into consideration their own political situation and almost everyone wants to do it and countries do it at a time when they feel they will suffer the least. So in Israel, the debate continues. On the one hand, there are those that argue that even though we have to look out for our own self-interest and politics is about protecting our national self-interest, but it should not come at the expense of doing what is central to Jewish tradition. The famous Pasek, Tzedek, Tzedek, Tirdof, justice, justice shall you pursue. And the first step of justice is to label accurately crimes that are committed. On the other hand, there are others with a very realistic approach. And they say that recognizing the Armenian genocide may be very moral, but it will not contribute to Israel's national interests and should not be done. The question, of course, is whether Israel has a responsibility that goes beyond just any other country due to our shared experience. And one way to put it would be to ask, how do we feel about countries that continued to support Nazi Germany and refused to call the Holocaust for what it was? The position of the State of Israel is controversial. I wish they would take this step and label it publicly as a genocide. But I must confess, I do not have any firsthand knowledge of realistically what that would cause for the foreign policy of Israel. But the position of most of the Jewish world is simple and clear. We stand with the Armenian people. We share a bond of being the target of genocide and we share a bond of constantly having to fight for the world to recognize it even today. Both of us are engaged in that fight. Together, insisting the world recognize it is an important part of ensuring it will never happen again. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.